Welcome to the Amateur Movie Review Hour. I'm Trevor. With me, I have Megs and I have Josh. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Hey. Hey, that's, that's Josh <laughs> right there. Um, so, yeah, this will be, this is the first episode of the new year. It and sure is. And with the movie that we're going to be reviewing tonight is James versus Future Self. But before we start getting into the, the the review, I wanted to talk about just something briefly, not too long. Would you like to take a guess or no? <laughs> What's your guess, Joshua? Um, math. Okay, math. all right, all right. I, that was an idea. Mm, I haven't a clue. Okay. All right. Well, to I'm just going to talk real briefly about Switzerland. Just real briefly. All right. Today, what is known as Switzerland is made up of 26 cantons. Uh, basically, just states. That's what a canton is. It is Switzerland is located in Central Europe, surrounded by four other countries: European countries, Austria, Italy, France, Germany. There's a Lichten Liechtenstein's in there. It's a very sm- tiny country, but it's right next to it too. Uh, the oldest evidence of human traces found in Switzerland dates back to as late as uh, 400,000 years ago. The first permanent tra- uh, human traces are dated back to 11,000 years ago. On the 3rd century BCE, uh, the area known as Switzerland now was under the Roman Empire rule. So they had some Roman influence in there. Um, but after the Roman Empire fell, Switzerland developed in similar ways to how Western Europe developed. So a lot of monarchy rule, nobility, um, the Christian religion followed after that. But during the first centuries of, of European history, uh, there was a a like my my a big migration from the Germanic area throughout throughout like Europe. Which was known as the ooh, I'm gonna fuck it up, but the Volker Wanderung era. Um, but just as I said, just like what the the mass the vast majority of uh, Western Europe Christianity helped shape the culture of Switzerland. That's like Viking colonization in German, probably, you know, yeah, probably. And you know, as it is as it is today, Switzerland has gone through many um, changes. They've been in. They have not been involved in a lot of wars, as we know. Famously, they've been neutral in World War Two and other wars. But uh, that's that's much as I was wanting to go over Switzerland. And they have the the collider. Yes, yes, yes. They do the the Large Hadron Collider is located at CERN, which is in Switzerland. But. In this movie, they really did a big push on the um, croissants. Yeah, in Switzerland. Yes, thank yes. you for bringing up bringing up that point. But but there is but there is French. Oh, um, yeah, there, history there. It's that's pr- a typical breakfast in Switzerland would be a croissant and a cup of coffee, just like in France because they're very close. Yes, yes. There there there's a lot. There Switzerland is at a crossroads of a lot of cultures. So there's some give and take, especially I th- I believe. If you get closer to the borders of those countries where it's, you know, the culture is a little bit more mm-hmm. defined from the other countries, I, I I speculate. What is the amateur movie review hour? 
Before we began our podcast, the three of us curated a list of approximately 100 movie genres. We then fed that list to a magical random generator that we used to provide us with a movie genre. The three of us take turns choosing movies to watch that fit into the chosen genre. We then watch that movie and attempt to return bi-weekly to review and discuss that movie. The only movies that we have banned are Marvel and DC movies from the past 15 years. I am not a professional movie reviewer. I just love to watch movies and then review those movies with my friends and you, my fellow screen fiend. All right, tonight, the movie tonight that we're reviewing is James vs. Future Self. The writers are Jonas Chernick and Jeremy Lalonde. The director is Jeremy Lalonde. The actors are Jonas Chernick, Cleopatra Coleman, Daniel Stern. The release date was September 7th, 2019. The runtime is 94 minutes. Uh, I, I chose this movie because sometimes I like my sci-fi peppered with some low-scale romance. A little bit of romance. <laughs> A little bit of romance in there, yeah. Yep, and some croissants. Yep, yep. Um, this had also been the first time that I had seen Daniel Stern in anything outside of what he did in the 1990s with Macaulay Culkin. And then the one-off movies he had, like Rookie of the Year and Bushwhacked, I think it was. Bushwhacked, yeah. yeah. That was his yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was his was solo Daniel Stern right there. Yes, yeah. it was. Very tear-jerking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, but he was, no, he wasn't the dad in Juno. What was he the dad in? Was that Juno? Uh, well, most recently, he played the dad in the Christmas Story oh, uh, yeah. sequel. Yes, that is correct. I did. I did watch um, that. He, yes, I haven't watched it yet. I planned on it and I missed it. And it's after Christmas now, so I'll have to wait till next year. Yeah. He was, of course, Fred Savage's grown-up self voice on Wonder Years. Was he? Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. And he did a lot of uh, stuff in his younger years. Didn't he do? Um, oh gosh, what is that movie with Paul Reiser? One of those earlier. Um, Movie with Paul Reiser. Didn't he do one of those young guy in New York? Whip it. He was the dad in Whip It with. Uh, oh, with, with uh, her, yeah. Juno. Yeah. yeah, that's right. No, I don't. I do not. Re- I do not recall a, a, a Paul Reiser movie and a Daniel Stern movie. One, he had a like. His, I do not in recall his that. Youth, he seemed to have done, or at least I remember him in. Okay. I just don't. I just don't have my memories from my child because I didn't really watch those kinds of movies when I was a kid. I just saw them on cable, you know. Sometimes diner. Yeah, diner. Yeah, diner was, diner's one of those young guy, um, kind of coming up in what New York. Oh, you got the goot in there. Yeah, you had the oh, goot. Some Mickey. You the goot likes some, watches. Some he likes Swiss watches. Oh, okay. All right. Ellen Barkin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, back when uh, Mickey Rourke was handsome, he was in that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim Daly. Tyne's younger brother. Okay. Yeah. It's a I don't remember much of that movie. Maybe I'll watch it again. Maybe the there maybe we'll go. do a Daniel Stern tribute. <laughs> well, it's not a tribute. Why? Because it's not a tribute to the past? No, not necessarily. What if we had a whole bunch of movies just t- starring Daniel Stern? Well, I mean, there's only four watchable ones. I think. Oh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> there are the ones that he's starting. Find now, ones that he started. I don't yeah. even. I don't know if this is one of them. 
Although he was the best part of this movie. Sure. I did did I wouldn't call this a Daniel Stern movie. I would. Because I think he, he was the best part of this whole yeah, movie. Yeah, I agree. Like if if it was anybody else and not Daniel Stern, I don't know if this movie would have been uh, as 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 enjoyable as I found it. Exactly. Yeah, he did a he did a fun little I guess he was fun in his role. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, but he's always fun. He's always been good at what he does. Yeah. Josh, you you have any reactions to this movie? It's fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I got, I think like for once they showed Stern in the movie and for like maybe a minute into it, I was like, fuck this. I'm not into this. (laughs) Not doing it. (laughs) I finished it. Like there wasn't any any like any like like background information on it that I could really find. You know what I mean? It's like a, I it's just it, two it, guys it, making a movie was, and they they're like, hey, let's get Daniel Stern because we love Home Alone. Well, we it's kids. a Canadian. I, I kind of have a That's feeling that, that this Jonas guy started writing this movie when he was in his twenties, and then he didn't get to make it till he was pushing fifty, and yeah. they had to put a lot of makeup on him to yeah. look. I think he was supposed to be like late twenties in this, and it had that weird like Ross Geller. Sure. Um, but elderly version and he had he, he was trying to be younger and then you had that cleopatra coleman who is adorable but my yes. god what what did she think she was playing she was supposed to be a scientist but she seemed like she was like a little girl she was using like baby talk and everything it was just ugh. I, I didn't i didn't hear that okay yeah i found her incredibly grating with her weird little imbecilic baby talk i would say there on. was like minus the the um the jargon they used every once in a while or the 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 you know the the script it was very um unintelligible you know she was just kind of like and then like oh the, but the, by the way you know I, I i know everything about spaghetti theory and you know like all the you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean she started getting into all that stuff i was like okay yeah I, if, so don't call me dumb i know but it's like you're you fucking mansplaining to me right now is that what's going on yeah i know about beirut like i don't know i'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> random shit right now but you know what i mean that was it, kind of it if, except that he kept calling her doctor and that every now and then she seemed to understand what was going on most of the time well that was I, their sexy talk though. yeah that was, was like yeah doctor no you're was, a doctor Doctor. Yeah. Your Dr. Longbottom. And then the sister was, I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Yeah. That was, oh. that was, um, a bit much. I think he wrote from his, his I think they self. were trying to make him seem younger. I think they wrote from sister. self and there was like maybe some sister with trauma in the background sure. and they were just kind of yeah. thrown in there, but. No, he. I think he needed a way to look like he was a kid still living at home with his sister and his dead parents kind of situation. And it's like. Because it seems a little more depressing when he's, you know, so this is home alone with seven years old or whatever. Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, there's there's no traps. No traps. Oh, there was some there traps, was, but there was. Is there an emotional trap? I don't recall. Oh yeah. I want to. I want to point out also that every croissant they ate in this movie was drier than shit. It was no, like three it days old. It doesn't I melt wish, in your mouth when it's that old. I wish I could have. Seen as what you saw. Oh well, they, they they used the sound effects when they would rip it apart. It would come out like dry paper. It was just awful. Yeah, well, and then they're like, "Let it let it melt on your mouth." Like that sound is like uh, French people crying, basically. <laughs> yeah, French people. The sound crying. of one million French people crying at the sound of a dry croissant. 
So it started um, Napoleon's issues. Drag croissants. Well, mm-hmm. well, what'd you expect trying to eat a, I can't say it correctly, croissant from, croissant. from an English man. I think that was his problem. I think he messed Could up. Yeah. It was, it's it's like going to Minnesota and say, hey, can I get a... Uh, a Putin? A, uh, <laughs> no, a carne asada burrito. Well, oh. that's true. But nowadays, I think you can probably find them anywhere. But yeah. I remember several years ago having issues in, I in traveling. I think there I've, are I've, so... I've, I've been to... Uh, think, you think Montana has like yeah. carne asada burritos that are like just amazing? Probably not. Oh, I, well, I don't know. Montana does. I've never been to Montana. Uh, my cousin owns a um, a resort, a little re- resort there, and she had a Mexican food restaurant. She's from here. Okay. And uh, she was missing it, so that's why she had it. It's Understandable. Probably, I don't know. I'm I don't know if it's still here after up. the pandemic, but yeah. Yeah, open till two in the morning, like all day, all the oh, time. Oh, no. Yeah. Talking about nope. that. Nope. Yeah. I've, I've been to, damn it. Talking about you walk up and you're looking for the an Waukesha. A or a B. I've been to Waukesha and there are no Filibertos in Waukesha. Oh gosh, I, yeah, no, you can't get stuff like that. Someday, someday, everybody can dream, but you can go, still go to the uh, carniceria and mm-hmm. you can get some carne asada oh. and you can make you got it a food yourself. city there. They they have some carnicerias there. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. People move all around, and eventually you're going to start getting stuff everywhere. True, true. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys want to go get into this review? Sure. sure. All right. Let's do it. Don't look at Refreshing. Indeed. The movie begins with opening credits superimposed over James, who is played by Jonas Chernick. He is writing theoretical equations on a chalkboard in his garage office. Various pictures of extremely expensive-looking equipment adorn James's office walls. Pictures of what we presume are his family or significant other also adorn the walls. The garage door opens, and behind it is Courtney, played by Cleopatra Coleman. She is James's co-worker at the lab where they both are employed. James failed to choose a movie for the night because he was busy with his time travel equations. Courtney doesn't want to hear dirty talk on movie night, but she relinquishes. He rambles on about his theory. Courtney wants to know why he doesn't apply to study with her at the LHC, the Large Hadron Collider, located in Switzerland. This is one of the biggest, like, like lopsided like things, like in the movie by far. Like, it's just like, I, I get it. Like, the, the concept wise, it's like she's into me from my brain. You know what I mean? Like, my, you know, my my fascinating intellect. She loves it. But then in the fucking movie, she doesn't because it's too much of an obsession. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's just... No, go ahead, yeah. It's his obsession. Like, she still might have, might be attracted to his she intelligence She wants to be his that. obsession. Yes, yes. Like, as she goes on later in the movie to point out, like, this she, is here now. Like, this yeah. is where we're at right now. Why the fuck are you thinking about that? You got yeah. my tits right here. She's like, I want to talk about this stuff, but I don't always want to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, she also wants to know why he cares so much about her moving to Switzerland. Uh, he stumbles over his answer. Courtney leaves because she senses his time travel work is more important than movie night. They decide to reschedule for the following night because Courtney knows that James doesn't have any other plans. We cut to James and his sister, Meredith, 
sitting in the garage. The sister looked faked almost because it was like the whole scene looked weird and all of a sudden she just kind of appears there. So yeah. I, for a second I was like, is he talking to like a sister ghost or something? Well, and even that transition scene from where they were inside to where Courtney was leaving and then he's on his fucking office table writing in his notebook. Yeah. There's a little bit of a... Uh, continuity yeah. the continuity isn't isn't exactly on time but they it's there um meredith asked james if she can date courtney if he isn't going to do a damn thing tomorrow is also the anniversary of spreading the ashes of their deceased parents after some beleaguering james agrees to meet meredith to spread the ashes james asks for coffee and meredith says fuck you James has his nose in his notebook as his rideshare arrives to pick him, pick him up from the coffee house. The driver, played by Daniel Stern, tries to converse with James. However, James declines the invitation. The driver still rambles on, and James remains silent. The, com- the car comes to a stop in an alley. James asks what's going on, and the driver replies he just wants to talk to him. So when James looks around the car, he spots evidence of car theft and james escapes by the way of the broken rear window james runs and finds himself trapped in an alley he a failed jump by james leads him to run straight at the driver except the driver stunts him with a stun gun james wakes up in his garage pantless donning metal bracers and immediately tries to flee he is thwarted by the driver who has managed to make a large electromagnet James is stuck to the large magnet. The driver rants about how he oh, the driver rants about how James is not going to submit his project about time travel to Dr. Rowley because he will lose everything he ever cared about in his life. Finally, the driver reveals that his name is James Dolinsky. Yeah, who knew it? That's just so crazy. I know. Who would have thought? Especially with the title of the movie, especially uh-huh. how much they look alike too. I know. Yes. Yes. He's four <laughs> four inches taller. Yeah. Yep. His nose is seven inches longer. <laughs> they should they should have showed the penises. Well, let's get to the penises. <laughs> well, this, this is, like, is the they, important like, this part. This is like, this is the part. Yeah. So yeah, it's finally here that James reveals that he's a future James. That you know they created time travel. Little James doesn't believe Big James. Big James is from the future. Little James is the present um so little james quizzes big james about how they created time travel uh, little james has a hard time believing what he's being told that is until big james says something about the necklace that holds his parents ashes and reveals that meredith has one as well the old look at my cock to prove to you that i am not you or that i am you trope is successful Dem, yeah, that's right he whips out his dick and makes the little James look at it. And that's when he had the realization that, oh my God, this is me. I have a feeling that this that part is what this kid has been working on in movie form since he was a kid. Like just started that writing. small yeah. concept. Like, what would I need a movie? How where would I know? We if compare penises <laughs> and that's how I prove that my future self and my previous past self are one and that was the entire thing like I, I want a penis i want a penis comparison in my movie i'm not making a movie unless there's like a penis comparison i think it was alcohol <laughs> or like some kind of stimulant to where they said they were like cocaine hey let's do a time travel movie where we fuck ourselves <laughs> and then it been like okay let's back cocaine. off let's back let's, let's back, back it up, it up. Mm-hmm. let's just look at each other's penises 
and you're like, all right, let's. That sounds that's like a, a that's good, a winning that's a good yeah, that's, that's a yeah. great mid ground right there. Exactly, yeah. great mid ground. But yeah. we can't let them take away the penis part. They probably wanted to show the penises, and they were like, no showing the penises, and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll just I, have to describe them. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like to call this part cock theory, though. <laughs> cock theory. Yeah. That the only way you really know if it's the same person sure. is by the Looking way their cock looks. Sure. There. Yes. Yeah. I think, right. I, unless you have like plastic surgery on it, though. What about ladies? What are ladies going to look at if you're time traveling? Probably boobs. Nipples. Like, I the, would, yeah. Does the vag stay the same as uh, you get older? You know? Do the boobs stay the same? No, they don't. That's the thing we know. Yeah. Well, I think that balls. these guys had like a special penis. Like there was something. Didn't they have some freckles or something on it? Yeah, he said he had like, freckles yeah, on the head or something. Looks yeah. like a big, yeah. 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 And an eggplant. I think it was like one of those like eggplant penises. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah, it's like bulbous on Which the Which way? <laughs> like, <laughs> was it, was it. More bulbous on the the top, on the front, okay, yeah, on the yeah, front yeah. end. Yeah. It was like a like a, a, a like a like the long balloons. You're trying to make oh, a balloon yeah. animal sure, out of them. Sure. Trying to twist them around. And he's trying to like yeah. give him a little too much squeeze on it. You know, mm-hmm. it's got that bulbous end. Can't yeah. even fit in a tiny lady vagina. Just like fucking, this isn't going. No, nope. it's all overall. That's all you get. Rub it on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, little James now believes Big James. And Meredith comes in as they both have their dicks out and Big James runs off. Meredith calls the cops and the policewoman asked, did this man penis, did this man's penis in fact resemble yours? I don't I, I will be surprised. No, actually, I'm not going to be surprised because I don't ever want to be in a predicament where the police are asking me this question. Yeah, because you know they're probably going to want to have to see it so that they could get a sketch. They wouldn't even need a sketch art- artist. They would just, you know, copy it. It wouldn't take have a to. Picture. You wouldn't have to d- describe it. You would just say, "Oh, we'll just take a picture with our phones." Yes, yes. But they did say they were going to get a. Yes, a sketch artist. Sketch artist do it. I'm like, yes, that's what I want, and see the accuracy of the sketch artist. The next morning, little James is reviewing his notebook when Courtney arrives to pick him up for work. Little James, Courtney, and a handful of other employees listen to Doctor Rowley give a dreadfully boring speech about offering a current employee a permanent position with the company. Little James is now realizing that Big James was correct. There are some intercut scenes of Little James having conversations with himself about how to approach Dr. Rowley and Big James. Little James goes to the meeting spot that Big James had had whispered to him just before he ran out of the garage last night. Big James explains explains some of the effects of time traveling, why he got taller, why he got fatter, James is very eager to learn everything about time travel. One thing I think they shied over and got weird was when he said, did you go back and see our parents or go to our, try to fix the parent thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he just kind of like, because there was a pause there. And then he said, no, nah, we couldn't go back that far. I feel like there was something else that was supposed to be there. Maybe like a cutscene, or maybe they changed it. Sure, sure. Because it felt like either no matter what he did, he went back and tried to do it or he didn't even try. Because obviously he's what seventy. You know, I don't. I don't know. If no, he was I think 70. he's supposed to be. In his, it's only supposed Maybe to be fifteen 60. years later, and I think that James 
It wasn't it only supposed to be fifteen years. Like in fifteen uh, years, you're gonna do that. You're gonna twelve skip. years was or how was long 12, it took for them to do took. it. But they did it like a little bit at a time. Okay. So and also, thirteen years. Then they did like they did like increments. Sure, and and I don't know how long he's been waiting to meet James in this current time. You know, he may have went back. 20 years 30 years and was like okay this isn't the time where i need to meet him yet you know i gotta wait this time and i think that's why that's part of the unspoken part of it is like if i went back to when their parents died which was 10 15 years before that maybe i'm i'm then that that would have been it was 10 because it was the 10 year anniversary for spreading the ashes so it was about 10 years and that would have essentially killed potentially killed off the concept of time travel because that's the whole reason he kind of invented it because he wanted to save his parents sure yes yes because daniel stern's only in like in his 60s isn't he Mm. yeah he's in in his home alone years yeah yeah he was yeah not not like goodfellow years like pesci is <laughs> you fucking you looking at me? That's not even Joe Pesci, but I, like I know. But let's work on that. You one. fucking piece of shit. That's <laughs> not high enough. I can't. Do you think my voice does that? No. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, you the can do two it. Two utes. Okay, that's, let's let's stop that. That's my cousin Vinny. I don't. It's think a so. great movie. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Do um, Marissa Tomei. I can't I do can't that. Do oh my that. god! I was in the fucking just being bitchy. I could probably do it, but I'm not going to do it. Do Marissa Tomei being Aunt May? No. Go. No, I haven't seen that movie Shit. in a long time. I'd have to. I'd have to really work on that. Maybe sometime. Maybe sometime. Right, I'll Trevor, do that Ma- Ralph Macchio and and my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You did the best one by far. I've literally seen uh, my cousin Vinny in like twice. That's a great movie. It's a good it movie, a good but it's movie. not. It I don't love it. That movie made me want to be a lawyer, and guess what? I didn't do become yeah. a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It did its job. It sold me on the concept, but guess yeah. what? That's not what lawyers do. Yeah. No, that once in a lifetime, that's what they get a chance to. You do. go into a room and go, "All right, this guy fucked up. Give me this long." They're like, "No, this long." You're like, "No, that long." They're like, "Okay, that's fine." Yep. Yep. Big James tries to do his best to impart on Little James that time travel isn't all that and a bag of chips. Big James explains that the reason he came back to this time and space on Earth was to change the past in order for them to both live their full lives. Big James steals Little James' time travel notebook. And because of this, Little James poses an, in, a, an impossible human feat. To change fundamentally before this Friday, when the big, big promotion happens. This is when this movie becomes a rom-com. This yeah, is the exact yes. moment <laughs> yes. where you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then they say this, and you're like, okay, we're in rom-com land. Yes. And Hugh Grant is his, his fairy godfather. What if this, what if, what if James was Hugh Grant? What if Hugh Grant actually got to be in this movie? Can he got to be he, in this movie? Yeah, like, what he, if, when he was allowed. Honor, like, he was oh, allowed. Grant, if you if you want, you could be in this movie. And he's like, yippee! No, no. Aww. I I I still don't understand who this James person is. Like, I, I he has a body of work that I've just I'm not familiar really with. I I. Oh, because he's Canadian. He's Canadian. That's right. Because oh, yeah, he's Degrassi. Canadian. 
And I don't um, get it because we're American. That's right. Like with Drake? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Like, like he's not a big, like, I, from what I remember, it's very minimal. Like, not, not as big as, like, Drake, but he was in it and had mm. a small recurring role. And he... He did do a few things I'd seen. It's just that I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember him. Like I've, I don't. He did not stick in my mind. No, not at all. You know. And Big James confirms that if Little James did fundamentally change, then they would both be saved from their doomsday. But if Little James is unsuccessful, then Big James is seriously going to hurt Little James. Gonna fuck his life up. Yep, yep. What I I imagine he was just gonna like, uh, take his arms and legs, and leave them, because then he can't do his writing equations. Oh God! No, he was talking about screwing up his career, like oh. not fucking dismembering wow. him. Oh, I That's, took it. He was dark. He dismembered what just happened <laughs> to him. That's yeah. true. That's true. Because this is dark. That, this is that. This is that time travel. That's well. I mean, theoretically, this is not boxing possible. Helena. <laughs> he sews his mouth shut. Fucking. <laughs> Give, gives him. Gives him. What? What do they call it? A fucking. Uh, where they. Oh, I don't. I can't. I can't recall. Okay. Uh, Big James tries to help little James by telling him to open up to Courtney and learn how to meditate. Big James drops little James off at the park so he can meet Meredith and spread their parents' ashes. But little James doesn't stick around. Meredith shows up. There's no little James, and she's disappointed. This is when he becomes just like a little gross little bitch of a character. You're just like... yeah. Ew. This is the first part that he. No, this that? Was, no, this was the moment that, that when, when he first like stands up the sister fully. You know what I mean? Like when it's like when it's apparent, when it's like a thing, when he's literally supposed to be doing something to become a better person and a more attached person, and he's skirting that for no reason because except for just being a little. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, his character yeah. was incredibly unlikable. Yes. Yes, I was not. I had no. I did. I was not rooting for Little James at all. Mm-mm. I was rooting for Courtney. Oh, if anything in this I entire root movie, for her. she was just too annoying. I I was just rooting for Big James. I was just rooting for the movie to end. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that too. <laughs> Little James and Courtney are having movie night when Big James barges in on the two of them. Big James ignores Little James, and he insists that uh, he makes dinner for everyone. So the trio drink tequila and eat tacos. Big James flirt with flirts with Courtney, and Little James is becoming jealous. Little James stares off as Courtney and Big James continue to have meaningful conversations. See, at this moment is where this movie could have changed. Could have been something different. Okay. It could have been not a rom com, but a what if what if this happened? He um Big James comes back from Jimmy. We'll just call him Jimmy because they believe they did call him Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy comes back from the future because he missed out on all this stuff and he fucked up and he tries to move. You know, he just, he maneuvers in just to get the chick and he could have had the chick 
You know what I mean? I feel like that would have been a cooler movie if he was just fucking like setting himself up to be a piece of shit. If it were a more of a dark comedy instead of a rom-com, it would have been a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if James, and if that's Jimmy where they missed, they yeah. missed the ball on that completely. Yeah. But Jimmy I, comes I, in and he, he's, he decides to steal the woman because he's like, he you had your chance. And that's the thing. He would have shined in that. The mm-hmm. way he is and the way he oh, acts yeah. and everything like that, he would have shined. Yeah. And Stern would have went full fucking yeah. um, wet bandits on that. Yeah. That would have been much better. Well, yeah, we should probably go back in time and yeah. uh, make that the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, but I mean, obviously, well, when you who, watch, well, never mind. When you it. watch it all, <laughs> when it's like the croissant scene, you know, when he's like showing him how to eat it, and it refers to it later. Because yes. he's it's it's all a setup to for all these things to happen. Because yeah. he even if he doesn't kill the chick or who he plans on to or whatever or do whatever he does with her. That's the inevitable of wants what he wants out of him his younger self is to swoon her by these things he's teaching her because he's probably like creepily watching her in fucking Switzerland like from a from like a grassy knoll. There's got to be grassy knolls out there, right? There are grassy. Oh yeah, knolls. I thought they got rid yeah. of those because of the thing in the sixties. No, yeah, yeah no, we still they, have grassy knolls. They did not. Oh, yeah. They did not. Oh, that'd be a good movie title. Grassy we still knolls. have grassy knolls. We still have grassy knolls. <laughs> Why weren't they? But just. Um, Banned. Well, well, they don't fucking motorcade with the fucking top down anymore. Well, <laughs> you know that's that. for sure. <laughs> They're like, yeah, our bad. We shouldn't have no, done that. Let's not do that anymore. That's why the Pope's got a Pope mobile with, with glass all around. Fucking now. like thick ass fucking. Well, because somebody shot at the Pope. Yeah. Back to the movie. Big James senses it's time for him to leave, and he does so. But before he does, he tells little James a little bit about Courtney's future. Little James tried, tries to flirt with Courtney, but instead they have a very awkward moment while trying to discuss their feelings for one another through Schrodinger's cat. Big James watched the entire thing go down. The next morning, Little James learns how to m- meditate from Big James. It's here where Big James reveals that he knows Little James wants to go back in time and saves his, save his parents from boarding the doomed plane. But Big James needs Little James to wise up and get over the past. That way they can both live happily. Little James apologizes to Meredith and then asks her help for dressing himself for tonight's date with Courtney. They have their date, which they have a wonderful day talk. It's a very cute scene. At the end of the night, they both end up in bed together. However, poor Courtney does not get her cookie because little James can't be in the moment. He Instead, no cookie. He, no, and he's doing, he, he made the little infinity sign. In on ice. ice on between her boobs and then he's like i guess fuck the boobs i'm too worried about mathematics mm-hmm. poor choice he's like i cracked the case i should have been cracking that dress off that's right the next day at work courtney and little james lock eyes and there's unspoken disappointment that dresses courtney's face but that gets cut short as big james comes in and loudly makes an appearance Saying, well, what did what did he say? Fucking her fu- name. Yeah, fucking Doctor Rowley. Doctor Edna fucking Rowley. Yeah, yeah. He he he's trying to force James into action. Meredith meets little James at a bar so he can get drunk. That way he can have a discussion with Meredith about what they should do. It is then. While they're extremely drunk, they devise a most cunning plan. <laughs> they just call the police. Big James, Big James is arrested. Little James searches his place, 
for the time travel notebook. But when he does find it, it's in the oven and has been burned. So there's a scene in the bar where there's a beer beer glass on the pool table. And I'm oh. just so fucking oh nervous. My God. I'm so nervous Please it's going to spill. Please don't knock that beer. I was like, no, get that I, beer glass I knew it was off- going to be me yeah. and you because we both bartended sure. and dealt with assholes that have done that. It's just like you have no idea. The Don't fucking like put your that beer gave me, on the pool that gave table. Me, exactly, that gave me stress. And God. I, and this is this thing. Don't put your fucking your drink on a pool table. Don't be a Jesus piece of shit. And it all, ruins the felt. And also, it goes straight through, and it it ruins the wood underneath. It's ridiculous. And also, don't like fuck with people while they're trying to shoot a game of pool. Like that is easy way to well, get she's hit. A girl. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, but. A dude, I've, I have not known, but I have heard of people who will do worse for less. Well, yeah, because they could be gambling on it, you know, yeah. and you're yeah. allowed to when it's 1v1, you know. Sure, yeah. that that's what I mean. Don't fuck with people while they're shooting pool. Yeah. You don't know what's yeah. going on. Imagine Tom Cruise, touch his pool table, well, touch, touch his, his balls. Doesn't care for that. Don't be walking around touching Tom Cruise's balls. You <laughs> no. don't like that. No, he doesn't like that. Doesn't like that. Doesn't like it. He don't like it. Don't touch Tom Cruise's balls. Meredith tells little James how she really feels. Oh, yeah, the Uber at, part, yeah. Yep. That at, was at like the fucking Chinese like, restaurant. She's like, fuck you, bro. Like, yeah. I, I'm there for you. I do everything for you, but you know where you're at? You're not anywhere when I need you. She goes ahead and leaves his little little stunned James at uh, the Chinese restaurant. Little James, in search of coffee, ends up at his lab. Having the place all to himself, he decides to go ahead and search Dr. Rowley's office for the small particle accelerator that Big James had told him about. It is the device which helps them invent time travel. When he finds what he is looking for, he calls Courtney. She arrives to the lab, and little James explains about the new particle accelerator. But Courtney wants to know what happened between Big James that afternoon. Little James doesn't want to talk about it. When she insists that he bail Big James out, little James jealously retorts, why? So you can fuck him? In order to try and make things right, little James attempts to apologize to Courtney for being a genius. That doesn't go over well at all either. Courtney and little James part on bad terms. Yeah, he fucked up hard. Yeah. Two in a row. That's the thing. This is this is my problem. I'm going to get to this when, when the next part happens, but this is my real fucking issue with this shit. I'll fucking go ahead. Keep going. Little James begins to clean up his snooping evidence when he finds the particle collider that helps him invent time travel. They, that's right. She'd only found the, he'd only found the plans. He'd only found the plans. He found the that's blueprints, right. he, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, he found the engineering blueprints. And then... This he found was, the imprint, the blueprints and then like a key that yes. opened the thing up. Yeah. yeah. And it said something like behind the table and when he cleared everything yeah, he was saw like, the periodic table. And it was, was the like, periodic oh. table. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking nerdy as hell. What kind of table do you have? I have a periodic table. I was like, (laughs) I'd laugh. (laughs) It's like Revenge of the Nerds or what's the other one? Um, The John Cusack group and uh, 16 Candles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The next morning, Dr. Rowley tells Lil James to prove his theory. She wants to meet Big James. And his deadline is that evening. Little James returns to Big James's place so that he can bring him to Dr. Rowley. However, Big James informs Little James that he's moving on to well, plan B. He's just going to go ahead and kill Rowley. Like, he knows that he ain't going to do it. He hasn't gotten anything done. So he's going to shortcut it. Little well, James- he had no gun. <laughs> he just had, this is like Canada land. But it's like, I have a saw. 
mm-hmm. something to stab her with, a uh, stun gun, but no, no boom boom stick. Nope. Not in Canada. Not even a like a bow and arrow. Oh no! no well, they, oh, that's right. Yeah. Little James lures Big James into an emotional trap in order to subdue Big James. When Big James awakes, he is tied to the chair. Big James then convinces Doctor Rowley that he is James from the future. Dr. Rowley wants to use Big James' discovery to rush the invention of time travel. Little James now gets the promotion that he always wanted. Little James releases Big James. The movie cuts to Courtney at the lab where Big James is waiting for her. We cut to a part where Courtney is yelling at Big James after he's revealed that he is James. He then goes on to profess his love for Courtney, and Courtney leaves Big James sitting alone, his face beset with rage. Little James returns home to look for Meredith, but she is not home. Instead, he tries to call Courtney. Courtney doesn't want to waste any time and says she's leaving and there's you know, really nothing that he can do to change her mind. The next morning, Dr. Rowley monologues to Little James about their accomplishment of time travel. When Little James questions the new timetable, Dr. Rowley says it is attainable because neither one of them is married, has a family, or has a single friend. The only person that did pay any attention to Little James is about to board a plane for Switzerland. That final realization shocks Little James into action. There are intercut scenes of Courtney at the airport and Little James heading somewhere in a car. Big James enters a lab where Dr. Rowley is going to give her announcement. There are more intercut scenes of Dr. Rowley giving her speech and Big James fashioning a projectile weapon. Big James, from his sniper position, shoots his shot, sending the projectile through the hand of Dr. Rowley. There are more intercut scenes. Little James arrives to the park as Big James is tracking Dr. Rowley to finish what he started. Little James takes a deep breath of air. Big James has Dr. Rowley cornered. Little James begins to meditate, and Big James now has found Dr. Rowley as her in his sight. Little James removes the vial of ashes from the necklace that he wears around his neck. He spreads the ashes, and as he does that, Big James starts to dissolve before the very eyes of Dr. Rowley. Just like the snap from Thanos. Yep, yep, uh uh-huh. Very, very fucking similar. James has fundamentally changed for the better. James is suddenly shocked as he turns around and sees that Meredith has been watching him let go of the past. We cut to a cafe in Switzerland where Courtney is getting coffee. When she turns from the counter... She sees James. Here's where it's bullshit. The camera bounces from table to table in the cafe, showing James and Courtney in various stages of age in the same cafe at the same time. Roll credits. So his grand gesture of going there, you know, after after all the shit he did, it, I mean, I, I don't think that would be enough to fucking just sway it like that. You know what oh I mean? Oh, God. She was waiting for him to come. She was like, oh, he's, oh. oh, he's healed. Yeah, oh, in, my James is healed. In, in the man writer's mind, yeah. yeah but sure. in fucking reality, no. She's yeah. already already choked down she's 12 Switzerland She's also a scientist with a baby, a baby talk voice. I mean, yeah, she's that's not a real person. Switzerland. She's absolutely not a person. In she's Switzerland, person. that's like fucking they yeah. wouldn't invite her there. They it's don't like have cocaine baby out t- there. They don't have little baby talk female scientists. Oh, they do. They're around. like, oh, Ooh, I'm from Switzerland. I like, I like science. So like, oh, do you know what's a Googleplex? That's German. I can't do anything <laughs> but German sometimes. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. though. It's close. There, there's probably yeah. some mm-hmm. small in- intonations, but. Yeah, but that's what I'm German. saying. Though. But I'm just saying, like, there's no fucking way. After all that shit he pulled and everything he did. He's not going to be welcome with open arms. There's no way. Unless, in, in, oh yeah, he will. Unless like he had, they had been mending that 
that relationship and she invites him over and he shows up with a motherfucking puppy. No. no. Oh yeah, the puppy thing. What that what the fuck was the puppy thing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, like that's what that's what I mean. Yeah, I like, forgot he had a puppy with him. That was just so, so bizarre. Did he that's bring not- the puppy? Or did he buy the puppy in Switzerland? Well, he had to buy it. You can't just bring it with you. It has to go. Then it has to sit in quarantine for like weeks. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So he went and bought a puppy. He's like, I'm going to walk in this. Oh, there's a puppy for sale. I'll buy that too. It was probably in the airport there. They needed the puppy to show that time was changing. Yes. Because they needed the puppy to grow up. And they also, they didn't want to rely strictly on their hair coloring and all that stuff. So they used the puppy to grow up they couldn't have a baby all of a sudden so they had well, to I think a that was the first step of it that was the like the the aging of like f- like a two year three years of the puppy mm-hmm. and then after that they noticeably started showing his hair graying a lot mm-hmm. and he had like stupid facial hair you know it's like this is all you guys do you just fucking hang around and he well he should did he have some glasses on to show that time had passed um i think in the last like the last scene i yeah, think he, he had, had readers I, on like if they were in his hand maybe that's always the best way i'm just sure. saying like fuck no the, the, this this romantic comedy bullshit of fucking like i'm gonna get on a plane and go thousands of miles does there's no, no there's no fucking way anybody would consider anything but creepy yes if, if you had not if I understand that it works. It it oh it works. It only works in a totally movie. It totally works in a Man. movie. Nah, that chick already liked him. She was like, I, I I I like that nerdy guy. I want him to come with me. And then she he gave did. him the third. The, like, there's the thing. There's so many scoffs, and then there's like, you then you're like then you're like outside already. You know what I mean? She gave him the oh I hate you now because you didn't do this. But then he's like, I'm gonna jump on a plane. She's like, Oh my god, he jumped on a he's plane. He's like, for I'll me. see you tomorrow. Let's get coffee before we he go. Did, he did all this for me. That's what. Yeah, totally. That uh, part is yeah. actually kind of realistic. But everything else, no. I don't know if that's a like a a. a I think those are red flags on both sides. Yes, <laughs> like, for for that. both. Like, Here's Man. one, or like for she's, for she's whatever like listeners we do have, <laughs> sure. if there's a reminiscence of your life of you literally sh- like turning the fucking like key of like fuck you three times and then moving to another country and someone follows you, would you think that's romantic or would you go along with it or is it like nope you're going you're going to be arrested by no if they're not it's not going to be like swedish they already had a relationship basically a relationship what do swedish like, cops even dress in I, that's my question are they, they like just, in like fucking they wear cop louis clothes. vuitton suits or is oh, it like i don't like, know are they, they wear wearing like the full cop, outfit with the big giant hat they wear a jacket and slacks and a cop hat i think it's a top hat it's not a top hat it's a cop hat yeah <laughs> cop hat yeah to, like i don't i don't see it as a re- like the re- whole red flag thing they already had a semi like a, they were best friends and they were clearly interested in each other and the fact that he this grand gesture by of flying over there the, the way she was in this movie she was very Listen, generic the, and typical yeah she would totally be it like generically yeah, works in rom-coms yeah, yeah. Yes. to where yes. like hey we yeah. were friends and we've had this ongoing thing forever and nothing ever became of it until you noticed me or but the notice me was was driven by something else the of creepy course. red flag thing that everybody's always pointing out is made up by like gen xers who are i mean not gen s gen gen zers or whatever they are now these new ones what gen zers because we're gen xers i don't pay attention to that yeah stuff. but they're the ones we're who are like people. that's a red flag or that's this that's you can't do that because of this nobody no 
I'm flag or no flag on that one. What I'm saying is if somebody fucking you've already told to fuck off basically follows you to another country. Yeah, that's and you didn't invite them? No, it would be weird if it was like he start he was stalking her for a while and she's like, but, Hey, leave me alone and then she leaves the country and they, then he follows her. They but ended they, on bad terms. They ended on two minutes of bad terms. They sure. were literally two days before that rolling around in bed. So it's not yeah. like this has been a long term like they were they were best friends and then they suddenly fell into bed together and then she then she found out that he was a time traveler and like there are extenuating circumstances here also the time travel thing was probably the biggest one it's not like he was like stalking her and she was just like leave me alone he, she was just like i hate you because of this time travel stuff and you but don't now he knows that he doesn't respect personal space because he broke into that doctor's office and started looking through her stuff uh, you know what I mean? He's just that's a red flag, right? That's the thing. You sound, yes, you do sound like a little Gen Z or wherever they are. I don't know what Gen you're talking about. Yeah, you're like, no, this is red my flag. name is Josh, you're not saying- Jen, okay? <laughs> so you can just take that to the bank, Missy. You want to you want to rate this? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, well. I'm- do you have any other reactions? Oh, that you're no. Playing? No, we're ready okay. to rate. We're ready, ready to, to rate. rate. This is ready to get rated hard. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to rate this so hard. Rate it. Um, This is one fucking red flag <laughs> out of five red flags. I d- and I would... in this case, the lower the flags is worse, not the more flags. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you there. And yeah. I, again. I expected not a rom-com. I'm going to say that. Like, I, I still, listen, there was a little bit of enjoyment to this movie. Like you said, Daniel Dale Stern Stern's. is the yeah. best part of it yeah. by far. The guy is so, like, like oh, it's just so annoying. Every single part of it. Like, and they, is that intentional or is that just the guy? Um, the story, like, like I said, it could have been better. You're talking about time travel. You did the most obvious shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there was no venturing. No, no, no n- nothing at all. No, this, so, this should have been a dark comedy. And maybe they got neutered by studio. Who knows? You know, by sure. the end of it, I'm like. But anyways, yeah. Just it, for me, just not not a lot of enjoyment out of this. Honestly, yeah, I'm with you there, Megs. It's the one. Just one, it's, just it's, one star. Just just one, just one, one red just flag. One, just yeah, one, one red, red flag. flag. Too. Just mm-hmm. like the Highlander, there can be only one. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this uh, two. Particle accelerators. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, because Daniel Stern. Yeah, I, on it's Daniel Stern. That one was but for it Daniel even Stern. Like, I, I know, I know, I know. I I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's to, to me at the top of this. Uh, yeah, I don't mind a little cute rom com. If it would have been great, Daniel Stern, I would have gave you two. If they focused more on him, yeah. as yes. like his, yeah. the things he can do as a as a comedic actor. Yeah, but it wasn't. Or even like fucking ma- dude, if they made Daniel Stern make me cry. Fucking, that would have been a five. Sure. If you had a sure. Daniel Stern movie that emotionally stirred me enough to squirt one fucking single tiny tear, mm-hmm. I would have been like, this is a five damn five. This yeah. is a masterpiece. Yeah. Daniel Stern deserves the the whale fucking award because he didn't go fat. He just he went old. Yeah, yeah, he just went old. Yep. I was referring to, to, to Brendan Fraser being I know. fat. Yeah. I know. I still haven't seen that movie, but I will watch it. And I'm probably going to cry during that. I'll bet you will. Because I eat pizza like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. All right. What about you? You said a two, Trevor? Two, 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 two particle accelerators. accelerators. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, well, uh, brings us to the uh, next portion, which is uh, genre switch. So we're doing, we're, we've come to the end of the current genre, which is time travel movies. Uh, we started a new one. We'll be starting a new one, I should say. The uh, uh, genre that was chosen is uh, movies with great soundtrack. And it is my pick first, and I have chosen the great movie Top Gun. Yes. The great movie Top yes. Gun. That's right. Not Top Gun Maverick. No, the no. Original no. Top the Gun. original one. 1984, with with I think. I think it's later than that. Like 1987. Yeah, I want to say 87. Okay. It's not in the theaters. Mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing this in the theater. I had a bunch of nerd friends that were that were just talking about that's an F fifteen, that's an F fourteen, doesn't make it. I was like, I don't care, man. It's fucking jets blowing shit up. It was yep. my it was my junior year years that it came out, so Some that's sweaty, what all the kids were talking about. I get a, a lot of men, a lot of young men, found out that they were homosexuals when they watched that that beach scene. Well, yes. it has yep. a great beach scene. Everybody, there should always be a volleyball scene yeah. in yep. every movie if there's a beach. And they did it the right way. They oiled them up correctly. You know, mm-hmm. you got to have oil. Yes, they did. That's yeah. right. There should have been a bottle of Hawaiian Tropic just on the ground before the scene, and then they scale away. Yeah. Here's just what it is. Halfway yeah. in the sand. Yeah. All right. Brings us to the next segment, which is Give Me the Juice. Give Me the Juice. Oh, Megs, you, you watching anything new? Well, I just watched Saltburn the other night. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. If you weren't going to bring it up, if neither of you were going to bring it up, I was going to bring it up. Uh, who wouldn't want to bring oh, that up? Oh, damn. Yeah, it's a great was, movie. It was a very good movie uh, by the same gal who did uh, Promising Young Woman, which okay. also would is kind of on my, my soundtrack list, even though it's one song throughout the movie. But Saltburn, Wow. Wow, mm-hmm. good good soundtrack. Yeah, um, great look. Yeah, it's beautifully shot. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, it had that um, Evelyn Waugh feel to it a little bit, but uh, except for the you can't even call it homoeroticism. I would call it monoeroticism. I felt like it was very one sided on all parts. You know, it wasn't it was about um, exposing or seeing. What are you saying? watching a feeling like you were watching a person's like innermost erotic thoughts in a weird um coming out in a weird way you know what i mean it was very yeah it was so just a form of voyeurism then yeah it was it was i don't know you have you watched it i didn't know yeah it's you'll watch it and you'll see it's Mm. but it was beautifully shot and the uh, just like the scenery is wonderful and the acting is great. They had a great cast. Yeah, I I fully bought that they all were old money. Yeah, like that entire family. Like I, they they every single one of them played a great. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. And Richard E. Grant always oh. plays that kind of role. You know, like the that True. old odd moneyed man. You know, that's an hawk. Yeah. Yeah, this was kind of his in his latter years, you know. No. But good stuff. Good mm. stuff. Josh, what you? Josh, what you what you been watching? So much trash. Uh, I got <laughs> caught up on the Venture Brothers finally and finished that. It's weird. But imagine that. Um, 
I'll say one thing though. I know we don't really talk about the Marvels, but we the, the What If series came out, and there was some interesting stuff in there because it's very it it takes concepts that are already done, and kind of like just twists and you know does things with them that normally turn out to be something in the Marvel universe. So um, I'm, I'm curious of what they're going to do with that. Honestly, I've watched a lot of, I can't even remember, honestly. So I'd like, but that was one thing that stuck out. Cause I just watched that. Not the best, but it was good. You know, it yeah. was, uh, the first season was definitely better. Yeah. It's like ideas are hard to come by unless you really get good writing and good, um, you know, good creative going. So they were still using the character, uh, uh, arcs from the previous. They season were. They were. They were way, doing. So. They were. They were definitely jump doing jumping off points from the the previous stuff. So yeah. But yeah, it was cool. It, it, it it's definitely cool to see. Yeah. See what different takes on different heroes. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not gonna watch, and this has nothing to do with anything, but it just looks like trash. Is the new Doctor Who crap? Okay. It just looks like trash, man. Like I just like I, I don't have like I don't have any problem with any switches or doing whatever. Like I don't give a shit. But it just looks like trash on tv and i just i, I mean and that, that's that's been a small part of Do- doctor who's normally come out and the the, the previous doctor i don't i don't really like either capaldi was good you know but capaldi capaldi that's what i said okay <laughs> capaldi mouth <laughs> I, I wish he was cursing but anyways it, it, it all comes from the guys who produce it and when it was moffat it was great so yeah. yes but i i just think i it just it looked like just just on looking it's it's like i don't know what you're doing anymore like i don't fucking you're just doing anything because why not it's an institution and in, in, within it's true. the bbc that's true uh, did you watch the last special no no, no I the one with tenant no, I didn't so watch the, that there one. So there was the tenant one. I'm I'm curious about watching that. So I was just curious if any. Was it no, I haven't song. watched it. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. Uh, I've heard a few things about it, but I didn't want to listen because I didn't want to know. Like I kind of right. you don't want because I kind of want to see it. Maybe. Um, I know that people were saying that tenant now is the is the best uh, Christmas special so far. Really, that's what I'm okay. hearing. <laughs> and I've always been a uh, Matt Smith was the best Christmas. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Sure. Look at my muscles. Look at my muscles. Look at my muscles. Look at my muscles. Uh, I've I've watched uh, the creator. It was pretty cool. I started it, but it was very late at night, and I fell asleep. Not because it was bad, just because I fell asleep. Yeah, um, cool. con- conceptually, that looked really interesting. Like I like the way they did it. Well, the it, it, uh, um, uh, J- Jonathan, uh, what's his name? No, it's uh, Washington. Wa- it's Denzel's kid. Oh, well, and it's the, the AI movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, like they're like AI blows up on the planet. Like as far as like there's actual robots and stuff, mm-hmm. and then basically America is anti AI, and yeah. we create this giant flying ship that just blows everything up. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very, yeah. it's it's American but anti American, but it is what it is. It's an interesting concept. Like I like I enjoyed. It. I just didn't get to really delve into it much, yeah. and I forgot about it because it's been a long week. It was cool. I'd recommend it if you if if you like the damn. I wish I could remember his name. I thought it was Jonathan. Uh, it's it's Washington. It's David. Is it day? Is it David Washington? I call him Little Boy Washington. Oh, I don't. But it was cool if you're in, if you like that type of a it's John David Washington. It was there, right there on Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. had like you had. We had parts of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, no, I'm, I really like John David Washington. Um, yeah. The what is it? The the Black Klansman. That mm-hmm. movie's so good. It's mm-hmm. one of those like those kids though. He sounds so much like his dad. If yeah. you're not they're, they're, like if you oh. aren't looking at the screen, you're like, what's yeah. going on? And here? he's also like got into like multiple realms of everything too. Where well, well was Denzel didn't get into too much sci-fi. Yeah, no, not too but much. He's got into a lot of sci-fi lately, and I, I like that. But he, I mean, Black Klansman. Um, he was in um, what was that one with the Rock? The show, um, HBO show with the Rock in it. Oh, the well, ballers? One? ballers, yeah. Okay, he was like okay. he was like this wide receiver guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played it really well. I, I, I really enjoy. Like I'll watch anything that he's in. Like he just knocks it out of the park. He's a, he's a great he's a great young actor. And it's good. That, what was the one him and um, um, Christian Bale and uh, Margot Robbie? Oh, 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 yeah. Christian oh, Bale yeah, had the fake eye. Fun, or yeah. Was, yeah. I, Amsterdam? Yeah. Amsterdam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that one was fun, yeah. It was one of those movies I wanted it to be better than it was, but the characters were so great. It, yes, I just, they were. I just yes. wish that it had, it wasn't, it was kind of like disjointed. Yeah. But it, it was, it was the good characters. Yeah. Somebody else could, probably could have put them together. Well, it together was, kind of, I mean, well, I mean, they ran over fucking, um, yeah. <laughs> what's her name in the first five minutes? Um, What's her name? I can't. I, can't I don't remember, remember who. It no, was. it's it's the, the one that's dating the, the football player. Um, oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, Taylor that's Swift. right. I forgot she was in that. Yeah. Pushed yeah. into the car, ran over. I forgot the first she was 10 in that. Fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people applauded. Yeah, that's, that's I wouldn't that. be surprised. That's, um, that's all I got. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we don't have any reviews, um, so uh, we can't read those. But if you if you feel like it. Uh, leave a review you, e- either on audible or or spotify um apple Podcasts, or you could email us at the amateur movie review hour at gmail.com and you could leave a comment saying if someone followed you to another country after you told them to fuck <laughs> off multiple times is that creepy or what do you find that endearing uh i'll i'll i will pose that question on spotify because we can actually ask specific questions about the episode go. so well you can put it um, on and and i won't show the answer so if you're worried about put it on instagram too Just you could put do that, that, post too. that on instagram yeah you could dm us that and I'll, i'm not I'll, i'm not I'll, gonna I'll, say insta if anybody i don't care you don't want to say insta I'm not all the cool that. kids are saying it just say I it really try can't, it it's try instagram. it I've heard i said other people it but say i said it. it in the way of saying i'm not gonna I've say said it. it because other people have said it and i was copying them did you mm-hmm. fucking you're old i'm aware all right well thanks for listening um go and follow us wherever you can rate us you know wherever you can or want to like yeah thank you um yeah till till the next episode tune in next time cheerio